say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Happy hump day. Chris Mean here with you. Mean Streets Live in our Game Plus Network. Our Game Plus Network. Did I just call it Our Game Plus Network? Am I part of the fam? Anthem Sports and Entertainment? I hope so. I hope I'm part of the fam. Always a fantastic lineup over at Game Plus Network. It really is. I mean, I flick it on. I don't like to watch myself. I don't watch. No thanks. I'm a good guest sit there and I'll listen to the guests maybe a second time. Uh, but I am not watching myself. Uh, Mayo Media Network. Pat Mayo Experience. Fantastic stuff. Uh, All in football, Jake Seeley, three times a week. Game Plus Network, fantastic stuff. Look for betting with Benny as well. Of course, Dango Batselli, but I will not watch myself. But EY, I will definitely watch. And let's have the fantasy footballers on there. Old buddies, I used to do some stuff with fantasy footballers when I was uh, part of Anthem Sports Entertainment. They're all fantastic guys. Um, They're all uh, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway, Mike Wright. They're all fantastic dudes and always very entertaining for sure. See some people hanging out uh, live on our FTN Network YouTube page. Please, guys, if you can smash that like button, you have any comments, any questions, you guys know the drill by now, and I really do appreciate the support. But if you have any questions at all throughout the show, we will get to them. Uh, maybe not right away, but you know, at some point in this show, we will get to them, start or sit, waiver wire stuff, You know, your waivers ran, most likely standard leagues. I always talk about maybe asking a commissioner to push back one more day just so we can get those practice reports. Wednesday's a big day, right? We want to see who's getting on the field. Friday's the biggest day. You're not going to have your waivers run on Friday, but maybe you can have your waivers run tonight, like two in the morning or something on Thursday. Get that extra day in there. But it doesn't matter. As always, on a Wednesday, we will look at the most added and dropped in Yahoo leagues and take a look at the most traded players in CBS Sports League. Tomorrow will probably be my last buy low, sell high day. We may do this one more day. I think what Jake said this morning on All in Football was that. He thought maybe it was one more week. I think the standard for the trade deadline is this week. I think that's it. I know one of my leagues last week had a trade deadline early, but I think the commissioner forgot to push it back You know, from last year when fantasy football, the playoff schedule was pushed back as well with the extra week in the NFL. Uh, but you know, tomorrow, I think I'm going to come in and just highlight the top quarter, like the quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers with the best fantasy football schedule, the best one from week 15, 16, and 17. I may even include 14 because that's going to be a big week for some people. And there's a lot of good players that are on by. Uh, but that will be tomorrow's episode, uh, really diving in the last chance to buy low, sell high. And what I'll say is at this point of the season, you know, last week we talked about stashes. 
very important to have your, you know, your bases covered, whether that's uh, an extra defense, an extra tight end, an extra quarterback. You can't be fighting on the waiver wire. You know, you set yourself up. Even if you're feeling pretty good, you get your hands behind the, your head, your feet are up, you know, you're drinking a bat. You feel like you're you're locked into a buy. A lot can change. A lot can change in the NFL from a fantasy football standpoint. A lot can change. Looks like we lost Cooper Cup for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Um, so a lot can change in a in a in a hurry. But just have yourself set up. You know, handcuffs doesn't have to be your handcuffs. Could be other handcuffs. Next man up, running backs, potential spots. Unfortunately, things will change. Injuries happen in the NFL, so just make sure you are set up. But tomorrow we'll really dive into, uh, I guess, the last opportunity to buy some some certain players. But what I was saying that it really is about vol- volume and opportunity in fantasy football. You know, you it, you may not think at this point of the season you would start a guy like I don't know, Juwan Johnson over Kyle Pitts at the tight end position. You never dream about that. Like no chance. You need a win this week. What are you doing? You're not starting Johnson over Kyle Pitts, are you? Maybe you are. Maybe you have to, right? Is a guy that's going to be out there a lot. I don't know. That's probably a stretch. I, I think I would start Pitts over McBride um, or Juwan Johnson. But those guys are right there. Um, and they're getting on the field and they're getting, maybe not McBride, but he probably will play a lot this week in some snaps with no Zach Ertz. But I just saw a report that maybe Kyler won't play this week too. So that's probably not a good example. But like, uh, I, I think players that you were you were heavily invested to in uh, on draft day that you just wouldn't imagine sitting. Sometimes you just have to make those tough decisions, like a Paris Campbell, a Christian Watson, like Christian Watson, Paris Campbell. These guys should be in your starting lineups. They should be there. Darius Slayton, like borderline wide receiver three, is a flex play. You know, over maybe a DJ Moore, right? Um, in Carolina, Baker Mayfield in Baltimore. So I, I just. I know the Ravens have given up a lot uh, to wide receivers, but they're starting to get healthier defensively and they're starting to find their footing, I think, as a defensive unit. So uh, I'm a little hesitant to roll out a DJ Moore. I know you drafted him, you know, as your second wide receiver potential, and he's had some moments lately, better ones than he did at the start of the season, but that's a player that maybe you just want to sit and you just kind of, it's it's like a pride thing almost, right? I, I get it. I drafted DJ Moore in some spots and drafted Kyle Pitts too. I want to roll this guy out. I want to play him over Dulcich. I want to play him over... Uh, maybe Higby, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. It must win situations. Also a time to maybe, you know, um, pick on some teams that need wins desperately, right? I always look at teams that are on by. We'll take a look at the week 11 schedule. There's four teams on by. You probably can't, you can't get Tyree kill or, or Waddle, but you may be able to get Jeff Wilson. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a steep price to, to buy him because he's been pretty good as a member of the Dolphins over the past couple of weeks. But if I, if I was a Jeff Wilson owner and I needed a running back to play this week and I needed a win, I need a win. If I lose, I'm out of the fantasy football plus. I can't, I just got to get to the dance guys. You just have to get there. Anything can happen. Justin Jackson was a league winner last year. Rashad Penny. There's guys that are going to pop up here down the stretch of the season. Um, that could be productive and help you. And that's what I'm talking about. Volume and opportunity, right? You can't, you don't want to try to be too stubborn rolling out. I don't know, maybe a Miles Sanders, over, uh, I don't know, Deontay Foreman or another running back uh, that's in a good spot. You know, we'll get to some of those guys. We'll look at rankings and projections and all that stuff this week and try to help you get set up. But this is the time where you could really, the last stretch to make some moves and set yourself up for either a championship run or to get into the playoffs. So kind of cover your bases. Maybe you you don't want to trade Tyreek Hill. And I don't think you should, but if you can get a couple solid pieces that will help you out so you don't have any bye weeks the rest of the way, 
it's 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 something to consider. It's it's something to take a look at, and it's something that I I do a lot of. Uh, I I I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna pick on those league mates of mine that are on the playoff bubble that have players on by, and maybe this week or next week or the following week because they can't afford uh, any more losses. So they're they're super desperate. They may be able to give you one, you know, two or three guys. You may be able to give two or three guys for one solid player. Uh, we're going to break here in a second. Just want to give a, a little bit of a shout-out to FTM, Bets, FTN Daily. We've been talking about this. Free trials over at both websites. We had a massive day in the NHL yesterday. I was really, really happy with how yesterday. Yeah, Joey's in the house. Great hockey night last night, Joey. It, it really was. We hit a... Three of the four two-unit parlays, shot props we hit. We didn't get Brock Besser. We got Tage Thompson. We got John Carlson. We got Carter Verhage, three guys we talked a lot about on the show. We had some same-game parlays. We got a 14-to-1 same-game parlay hit. I know not everybody can do this over at Bet365, uh, but we're having some fun with point parlays, and I'm going to revisit that one from yesterday. I had a couple to share on this show in a little bit, but no no excuse not to check out FTMBets.com for free. Why not? See what we have to offer. I love the support on this show, guys. I appreciate you watching on Game Plus. I appreciate you watching live in our FTN Network YouTube page or the replay on iTunes or Spotify. I always talk about FTMBets.com, but we have that free trial over there. Sign up for free. Just hang out for three days. You see all the picks across all sports. We keep track of everything. People are super sharp uh, in college basketball. There are, I feel like there's almost 100 units won already in college basketball. I gave a shout out to Mike Randall's show on FTN Network. Uh, he went eight and one the other day. Another show live today on our FTN Network YouTube page. And uh, the guys have been killing it in college basketball to start. Frank Break as well. Um, Kutri, Kutri, he's been phenomenal in, in the two years that I've known him at, at FTN, given college basketball picks. All the sports cross all the sports. <laughs> all the sports cross all the sports. Mm. Uh, everybody is giving picks. Projections tools, Discord channel, so you can hang out for three days. And if you're looking to maybe get involved in some DFS, I would say get that uh, free trial tomorrow. You get the optimizer, ftndaily.com. You get everybody's articles. We're, we're giving daily picks, you know, across the big four there as well. But, you know, we're going to have some World Cup action, some soccer stuff for you guys. But you get the projections as well as the articles, Discord channel, and the optimizer, right, in the NFL. So you have Thursday night football. You have uh, the weekend to take a look at. No optimizer for hockey just yet, uh, but also, you know, an optimizer there in the NBA in a PGA when the time comes. Betty's in the house. He's a new uh, FTN Daily subscriber. He's had some success winning some NHL contests as well. So we're going to take a quick break. Check out those two sites, guys. Uh, links inside the description of this video. So if you're watching on Game Plus, you can hop on over to our FTN Network YouTube page. Quick break. A lot to get to here on the show. Leave those questions. Do you have any questions? By all means, leave them there and we'll get to them. Mean Streets continues here on Game Plus Network. Keep it locked. Welcome back in. Uh, I forgot to say off the top, see Oscar Hernandez traded uh, from the Toronto Blue Jays to the Seattle Mariners. I'm not even sure what the return is. I was doing the show with Jake, so I don't even know what the return is. I saw Jeff Passan uh, tweeted earlier, so I'll get to that return. I'd imagine it's like a bullpen arm. Maybe get to that in the commercial. Uh, could break that down. It could be a couple. It should be a couple crazy days um, in, in a couple of crazy weeks, actually, in Major League Baseball. Uh, with uh, winter meetings going on and, and trades and signings and things like that. I don't think we're going to see Shohei get traded. I'm not ready for it, guys. I'm not ready to see the best player in baseball get traded. I'm not, I'm just, it makes me sick even thinking about it. Uh, but I know the Halos have to do something to kind of, to figure it out. They signed, um, who did they sign yesterday from the Dodgers? Tyler Anderson, Ty Anderson. I mean, he had a great season, but you just know it seemed like it was an, uh, a little bit of luck was on his side. He could regress a little bit. That's what the Halos do. They go all in on these big seasons. Anyways, getting sidetracked here. Uh, to Oscar Hernandez uh, to Seattle is a big, big deal. Uh, a big deal for sure. Um, 
let's get to some the most added players. Let's let's do this here off the top and take a look and, and share for some people. Again, your waivers could run here tonight, uh, but no real surprise uh, with this list. A lot of players that uh, had some big time performances over the week. We talked a lot about these wide receivers. You know, Christian Watson, who was second in the NFL in air yards in Week Ten, had the three touchdowns. And I just think you start this guy automatic start moving forward is he's, he's going to have some boom and some bust. We finally saw some boom. We had a lot of bust so far from him, but the deep threat guy inside this offense with Aaron Rodgers, a matchup to more against the Titans. We'll break that down uh, to more, but the Titans have a really nice run defense, arguably the best in football. Football outsiders has them as the best rush DVOA defense in football. And they have been burned over the top. As you can imagine, a team that stops the run can get some pressure. They've given up some big plays up to some wide receivers deep down the field. So it's a pretty good spot for Christian Watson. I just think you start him uh, and you just take the highs and the lows. Do I want to start a, a high floor guy like Jacoby Myers over Christian Watson? I don't. I really don't. Uh, that depends on how you like to play the game of fantasy football and and you know who you're going up against. So it doesn't match up. You know, if you, if you're projected to win by you know double digit 15, 20 points, maybe you take the the floor guy. But give me the the high ceiling guy in Watson, who just showed last week that he can win you a week with his performance. Cole Komet has been uh, the most out of the most dropped a couple times this season. It's nice to see uh, with Cole Komet. I joined Scott Spratt on his podcast on Monday. A really nice listen. Scott Spratt uh, does some fantastic work for us. It's a free podcast. Check it out um, over at FTN Bets, FTNFantasy.com. And, you know, he talked about Cole Komet and maybe, you know, being a little lucky with some of the touchdowns that he's had. And I don't know. I'll just ride this out. The tight end position is not great. We like Cole Komet to start the season. I know we got burned in the first couple weeks of the season. If you hung on, I mean, good for you. You got a lot of patience. If you're able to get him, great. I view him as a you know, especially with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard not going to be with us for the rest of the fantasy football season, I don't think, uh, especially Ertz. Cole Komet, you know, is, is flirting as a top five tight end, right? I, I think so. Top 10 for sure. Pacheco, I think I saw Deesh, uh, what did he say? Somehow he got Pacheco ninth uh, priority. He says he does not like waiver priority, and I would agree. I think everybody should go to Fab. Have your league Fab, right? Spend a few bucks on a ser- It's like an auction. Uh, every week and everyone has the same opportunity to get these guys everybody does i think it's 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 a, it's a lot of fun to have fab i love looking at the bids the next day and just seeing where everybody was at and and what their thinking is and how aggressive certain people will get in your league it's really fun and i think the biggest thing is that it allows everybody in your league to have an equal opportunity to get somebody you know you're in the 12th spot the 11th spot is a waiver priority you know you're not going to get some of these guys that's great ninth to get pacheco is fantastic but this goes to show this has been probably the juiciest waiver wire week of the season. I don't know if you have Kyle, the, the wide receivers, it, it really actually doesn't matter the, the big performances that we talked about, right? The, the Christian Watson, the Paris Campbell, uh, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. We had Darius Slayton on there as well. These are all like guys that had big weeks and some of them have had um, big weeks in the past. Like it's, and now it's just, now people are, are starting to take notice that Donovan Peoples Jones has had four catches and 50 plus receiving yards. And, I don't know, since week four, every game since week four, Paris Campbell and three games of Matt Ryan over 300, I think just like just over 300 yards. And he has a touchdown in each of those games, roughly 30 targets, 25 grabs. Like this is a guy that's shown us now in three, four games in a row with Matt Ryan under center uh, that he is going to be a part of the Colts offense. Slayton, same sort of deal has been some consistency there. These are the type of players that I'm talking about that you may not feel great about starting over a DJ Moore, over a Drake London, uh, guys that you drafted early and you just, you know, you you're, you're kind of married to those players because you took them and you, you see what their ceiling is like. And honestly, like 
they're really good wide receivers, but they're just not in great situations, whether it's their quarterback or their offense or the matchups that they have to go against. I have no problem as we bring up this uh, top 10 added list one more time, Tyler. I have no problem playing a lot of these guys. You know what? Even Allen Robinson, right? I, I know that uh, he hasn't had a great season, but, you know, an injury to Cooper Cup, offensive line continues. It's, it's not going to be good. It's not going to change. They're not all of a sudden going to be able to run the ball successfully this season. They haven't done that at all this year and whether it's you know stafford or wolford i think alan robinson is a guy that's going to get a little bit of volume uh this weekend but you know darius slayton's in a good spot christian watson uh, i'm not going that far with van jefferson i get the pickup nice little stash but i'm not rolling van jefferson out i'd roll out um alan robinson though foster moreau you know you need some help at the tight end position He's had a couple decent games back to back. Darren Waller's not going to, it probably won't return at all this season. I, I don't know if we'll see Hunter Renfro either. And I don't know if we'll see Cooper Cup. Like these teams are, they're probably, you know, the Raiders are out of it and the, the Rams are going to be out of it by the time Cooper Cup is ready to go. Uh, Kadarius, Tony, Gus Edwards. Yeah, Gus Edwards, guy, everyone kind of forgot about him. Nice little sneaky pickup, potentially, if you could have gotten him. I don't know if he's going to return this week. If he does return this week, I will have him ranked ahead of Kenyon Drake by like a spot or two. But if there's no Gus Edwards, you know, Kenyon Drake becomes a, a pretty decent play as a top 24 running back. He had a good game the last time we saw the Ravens before their bye. But it does sound like we'll get uh, Mark Andrews back. But you could be missing some tight ends there. I think Dulcich is a guy that I would continue to play. I'd play Komet over him, but I would play Dulcich over Foster Moreau. Uh, let's take a look at the most dropped. Let's see if there's any mistakes here. Most dropped players. So Ertz, of course, is up at the top. Uh, Khalil Herbert. So these guys up at the top that, um, you know, their seasons are, are over, especially Ertz. we got Herbert placed on IR. And you can feel pretty good about Dave Montgomery. And, you know, you roll him out as a top 20 running back. Uh, Eno Benjamin. This was pretty interesting that Eno Benjamin was just uh, let go by the Cardinals. I don't know. There's got to be something more there. Uh, I, I really, I just don't understand it fully. Uh, and you know what? There were reports that the Chiefs uh, had made a claim on Eno Benjamin. So you could feel pretty good, Dish, about getting Pacheco uh, because that, to me, tells you everything you need to know about how the Kansas City Chiefs feel about Chris, uh, about uh, Clyde edwards elaire that they made a claim on Eno Benjamin. I'm glad they didn't get him <laughs> uh, because that would cut into Jared McKinnon. I have to start Jared McKinnon in a league this week against the Chargers in a, as a flex play and a full point PPR. I'm hoping he can get me eight or nine points and uh, he would cut into that role that Jared McKinnon has. But CEH is definitely in the doghouse. This is a mistake, guys. Greg Dulcich, it's a mistake. It's one game. It's one game. It's just one game. It's just one game. Uh, I know it's a very small sample size as in a rookie tight end. Uh, but he did have his first three games were good games. He finished as a top 10 tight end in each of those games, actually top 12. So he was a tight end one in each three, each of those three games. He had a deep target down the field, which just went off his fingertips. If he catches that, we're just looking at him a lot differently. I still like him. Jerry Judy has a chance to play this week. I would be surprised, but a chance to play. This is a matchup against the Raiders, guys. The Las Vegas Raiders are awful. They're so bad. They are brutal defensively, and you can throw on them. Just go look at Russell Wilson's game log. Go look at the back of his uh, his football card, and you will see a lot of dud games. But his best one came against the Raiders. You can throw on the Raiders. I think we, if there's no Judy, we could see double-digit targets for Cortland Sutton again, and we could see six to eight, I think, for Dulcich. I think that's a mistake. 
I, I really do. Let's see. What tight ends would I play over Greg Dulcich this week? Let's let's walk through this uh, together. And I think hopefully this can help some people because the tight end position is obviously a wasteland. There's been some injuries. So you're clearly playing Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Hawkinson. I would play Higby over him because of the, the injury to Cooper Cup. We saw eight targets from him. I would play Higby. I would play Dalton Schultz over Higby. Uh, I would play Pat Fryermuth. I would play... I would, and that, I think that's next for me is Dulcich, uh, play, or Komet. Sorry, I play Komet, and then I play Dulcich, and then I'm getting into um, probably Pitts, maybe Foster Moreau over Pitts. It's not a great spot against Denver. I probably just take the upside, and I and it's like what upside? What ceiling? What what are you talking about, Kyle Pitts? He has double digit fantasy points twice. What are you doing? At that point, I think I'm just hoping. A dude finds the end zone or a touchdown or something like that. Um, but Everett Hurst, you know, if Njoku is practicing in full this week, but that, you know, it sounds like we're going to get a lot of snow in the Buffalo Cleveland game. And Jake and I touched on it a lot on his show, All in Football. I'll give it another shout out. You can watch it on our FTN Network YouTube page on Game Plus Network this evening. But I think if, if, if there's three or four feet of snow and you're looking, you know, Sunday morning and, it, you can't even see anything on your screen and TV and it's just slow snow all over the place. Then I think, you know, you're a little hesitant to start anybody in that game, not named Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs. I, I probably still roll, I roll with Stefan Diggs. I mean, it would take a lot. You got to be in like a four team league, I think to, to sit Stefan Diggs, but I may have him ranked as like wide receiver 10 if it's really brutal weather out there. Uh, but I won't feel great about Amari Cooper. I know I've talked a lot about Donald Peoples-Jones. I probably won't feel great about him. You know, you're rolling out Nick Chubb. You know, Sean McCoy had a massive, massive game a few years ago as a member of the Eagles at the link when there's a ton of snow. You know, it's better for running backs. And you, we know what Cleveland wants to do. And Singletary had a good game last week. So you roll out those guys. But like Dawson Knox, I'm not playing. Uh, Njoku, if he gets a full practice in this week and the weather is bad, I'm, I'm not going to risk that. So Dulcich is a t- still a top 10 tight end for me in, in deeper formats. You know, um, you know, I think Hurst potentially, you know, he's not massive games, but some of these games are okay from him. You know, six for 53 at a touchdown that game, six for 48, four for four, 42 and five for 35 at the tight end position. You know, you're getting a guy that's getting three to five catches. It's, it's more than pits. Uh, so like Hurst and Everett, these guys are on the bubble for me. Foster Moreau, deeper leagues, Trey McBride. Uh, with no uh, Zach Ertz, McBride, he's probably going to play like 90% of the snaps. And we just don't know if Kyler's going to play. He's the third option at best. You know, he's still going to be behind Rondell Moore and, and Hopkins. But, you know, in a deep spot for sure, Juwan Johnson, you know, he's got four touchdowns over his last four games. That's a guy that I would probably roll out over Kyle Pitts as well. But, you know, again, back to that board with Dulcich, I, I think he's still got a lot of value in leagues and I, I wouldn't drop him. And if you saw him, you know, you need some tight end help. You know, you can pick them up. Uh, Evan Ingram, Taysom Hill is on this list as well. Taysom Hill, I just, uh, I'm kind of, I, I just said it last, uh, the other day. I'm, I'm just done with Taysom Hill. Uh, I don't even have a lot of shares of him. What what are we hoping for? Like everything for a tight end, you're hoping for a touchdown. You're hoping for a quarterback change under center. I'm hoping for one, and I hope it's Jameis Winston. I think that would be good for um, everybody inside the offense. Chris Olave in particular, I think that would be good for him. I think we'll, we'll see a change too. I mean, we've seen enough here from Dalt over the past couple of weeks. Let's see. Somebody else under center. If Jameis is healthy, there's no reason not to play him. I mean, they gave him a bunch of money. Let's see. You really want to evaluate him again one more time uh, because the Saints, I mean, they're not going to have a top pick this year. You know why? Because they traded to the Eagles. So uh, they're going to have to get back into that uh, top part of that draft if they want to address the quarterback position. 
it's looking like a bad trade for them. Uh, nobody else really on this list. I mean, Jimmy G and Daniel Jones, I think are pretty good quarterbacks to stream. Like those are guys that, you know, I would play uh, borderline uh, QB ones uh, this week. I have Daniel Jones as a QB one this week. We can play the same sort of deal here. Which guys would you rather play? Um, at the tight or quarterback position. I mean, Daniel Jones, in, I have him ahead of Russell Wilson. I think Wilson is a streaming option because, of, like like I said, I mean, his best game was uh, – it's the only game of the season where he has two passing touchdowns. The only game. 26 fantasy points. We can call it 27. 26.98. Everything else from Russ has been so bad. 16, 14. You know, you've been lucky the past two weeks to get that. He has a game with 9, 11, 12, 13. Uh, but he's a guy that I would play. And Jimmy G, I think is, uh, I think he's a great quarterback to, I know he didn't have any passing touchdowns last week, but he ended up with 15.9 fantasy points with zero passing touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen that often. The schedule is pretty nice moving forward. Uh, Arizona this week, you got the saints, Miami, Tampa, Miami's going to be able to push the pace, right? They're going to score some points and, and which will have, uh, Jimmy pushing the pace himself. Uh, Tampa, Seattle, Washington in there. Uh, and then week 17, your championship game. I mean, who would have thought you'd play Jimmy G in your championship game? Probably not, but a matchup against the Raiders. Like you're not playing Derek Carr. You're not playing Tannehill. Uh, you're not playing Delton. You're not playing Stafford. Wouldn't play Jones. Really wouldn't play Matt Ryan either. Um, had the big game against the Raiders. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I think, is in play in a, in a super flex league. Taylor Heineke is in play in a super flex league. These are guys that I would roll out, but um, interesting names on that most dropped list at the quarterback position. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I see some questions now rolling in. We'll we'll start to get to these now. We're going to break one more time and we're going to get into some of those questions that you have and take a look at the most traded players in fantasy over the last 24 hours. Keep your keep her locked. We'll be back in a couple. Hang tight. Welcome back in. Let's get to some of these questions before we look at the most drop players. We'll also have some NHL picks and some props, uh, of course, on the show to round out. Here we go. Uh, I need to back up a little bit with the floating head. I don't like when my, my chin is on it. Maddie in the house uh, on a rather stacked team. Good for you, sir. Have Swift on the bench, but we could tight end. Currently playing matchups with Higby, Moreau, and Njoku. Is there anyone to target trading Swift for? I don't think so. Um, I think it's a bad time to trade Swift. I think a lot of people are really sour on him. Uh, I'm seeing him get dropped, uh, not in you know competitive leagues. I'm not saying that my league's competitive and your league's not competitive. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just see that his ownership is dropped in Yahoo and ESPN. So people out there are dropping uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I would be into kind of buying low, like the other side of that. Like I would be into, if anyone was willing to give me Swift, I would take the, the risk on, on DeAndre Swift. I know that Jamal Williams is the goal line back there, and I know Swift hasn't been healthy. Um, really, he hasn't had a full season in the NFL yet this this uh, over the course of his career. But, you know, I think you just play those tight end matchups and you hold a guy like Swift because he has a lot of upside. He does, um, you know, he catches the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Detroit is a brutal team defensively. We're starting to see him get a little bit more run, right? He missed some time. He hardly touched the field in the game back. A little bit more run in game number two. So maybe a little bit more run this week, right? A good spot, I think, against the Giants um, this week where potentially maybe he can have some long runs in there. So I would, um, I would just play those matchups. You can try. 
I, it never hurts to try. It's just uh, he, it, his value is not where it was at the start of the season. So you're, you're not going to get a good return, but you are looking for a tight end. So um, I, let's see. You could probably just roll Higby and, and you know, move on from it. But like you're probably not going to be get Hawkinson. I'd say I'd say Kelsey and Andrews are untouchable. You can try to get Andrews. I just don't think it's it's possible. Um, but try. I would say Hawkinson would be next for me. Don't think you could get him. Dalton Schultz, I would try that way. Um, you know, you're really paying for the the couple of weeks here that uh, that uh, Cole Komet has had. So most likely not going to be able to get him either. I would say you try with Kittle. I would say Hawkinson. Kittle could probably be had, but at that, like, what's Kittle really done this year? It hasn't been fantastic. So I wouldn't be shocked if Higby was right on par with, with Kittle, but it is an upgrade for sure. I would just play the matchups though, though, Mitty. But try to get Hawkinson if you can. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Hey, Seth. Hey, Meany. Standard league. Should I go with Dulcich or Moreau? I would go with Dulcich. Uh, that's my guy. Also, should I drop uh, People's Jones for Van Jefferson? No, I would not do that. I, maybe I missed something. Maybe I'm overlooking Van Jefferson as like a hot waiver wire pickup. I just assumed it was because of Cooper Cup. Yeah, he had a touchdown, three targets, three grabs. I would just – Donald Peoples-Jones has been good, guys. He's been really good over the past couple of weeks. Maybe this week you you start somebody else. If if that weather in Buffalo is just like what I expect, there's a ton of snow, maybe you don't start Donald Peoples-Jones this week. But if it's fine, you know that Cleveland's going to have to throw the ball, just like last week. Miami put them in a situation where they had to throw the, throw the football, and Buffalo is going to do the same thing against you. Uh, I think the better investment for you long term, though, is Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think Deshaun Watson is expected back at practice this week, and we're going to see him pretty soon under center. I know. Um, say what you want about Deshaun Watson. I hear you. I have a lot to say about Deshaun Watson, too, but um, – from a fantasy football standpoint, he does make everybody inside this offense better. Uh, he will. So unless you need to start somebody this week, but I still think, you know, even with a little bit of snow, I'm rolling out Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Van Jefferson, I just don't. Like this offense was was broken anyways with Cooper Cup. I think he's a decent pickup, but I'm not starting him. And this one too, like Tyler, I get it. You know, intriguing pickup in deep leagues. Yeah, sure. it is. It is intriguing in deep leagues because – you know, uh, that's a lot of targets that are gone now from this offense in Cooper Cup, and they can't run the football. So Allen Robinson, Higby, you know, one, two, maybe, maybe Shronik three, maybe Van Jefferson is is the third option. It's it's a deep league dart throw. I don't think I'd ever feel comfortable rolling him out unless I was a 14 or 16 team league. Uh, yeah, that's a good question, though. Um, start two, half PPR. Well, I'm not starting Dylan. I'm done with this guy, Dylan. Can't play Dylan. Dylan plays Thursday night. Can't do it. Titans, I think they're number one in rest UVA defense. I think I said it on Jake's show. I think I said it earlier, too. I'm pretty sure uh, they are, um, according to Football Outsiders. I know that they've been really good against the run. So, And Dylan's just so disappointing, man. I got to take a huge loss on that one. I really liked A.J. Dillon heading into the season. I don't why? Is that that Green Bay would run the ball? Aaron Jones, I knew, was going to be the lead. And Aaron Jones has racked up a ton of carries over the past couple of weeks. So... But you're in a tough spot, <laughs> clearly. Um, I mean, you've ro- you're playing Henderson. I think I think I would play. I mean, my rankings have Dylan ahead of those guys, Warren and, and Chuba. And I know this is a game that Carolina is going to be playing from behind against Baltimore in Baltimore, and Chuba could get on the field and maybe catch a few passes. But I just don't want to. I just don't want to risk with Chuba 
as like I know that Dylan hasn't done anything for you, Tyler, and hopefully you didn't draft him because of me. You may have my bad there. I probably talked you into it. Um, too bad though. Like you, you're really risking it. five for fourteen, like one point. It's it's a huge risk. Deontay Foreman is the guy there. Even if they get behind in the game, I think he can catch a couple passes of the backfield. If they do get down significantly. We could see them rest him like they did a couple weeks ago, and then Chuba's in there. Maybe he catches three or four passes. Like that's it. You're really hoping on three or four catches from Chuba Hubbard. At least with Warren, he's a guy that is trending up. Um, with Najee last week, they both got a little bit of run. Nine carries. That's probably what Dylan is going to have. Like I'll just give you a little bit of sneak peek what we have projected for Dylan. I would say we have him for. I have him personally. I would have him for twelve carries and like thirty eight yards. Not a, not a, nothing spectacular. We have him for 10.2 carries and 39.7 yards. We have him for 7.8 fantasy points. I mean, you're just hoping that he has double digit carries, which he has been getting. So you hope that he gets those double digit carries in a short week. Maybe they run the ball a little bit more, um, even though the matchup is tough. And you hope that he can find the end zone. He is getting a couple goal line carries. A couple weeks ago, he had two from inside the five, but he just didn't convert. Chuba Hubbard, we have for five carries on 19 yards. We do have him for a catch on 10 uh, receiving yards uh, there, but we have him for 4.7 points. And for Warren, I'll give you a little bit of a sneak peek. Warren's probably seven carries, 28 yards, one catch for 14. He's at 6.3 fantasy points. So um, I would say I would probably, I said it earlier when I saw those names, Tyler, I I, I said I would go AJ and, and not Dylan, but I probably would go AJ and Dylan. Um, the other guy would be Warren there. But it's not ideal, <laughs> Tyler. You know what? We've all been in those situations. My RB sucked this week too. I'm a, I'm in another situation actually where I have nobody cares about fantasy teams, but we're all there, Tyler. We're all with you. You know, everyone hanging out here in the show. I think we can all agree we've all been there before, and we may be there this week. I'm rolling out Stevenson as my RB one. I lost Brees Hall. I have AJ Dillon. Uh, I lost somebody else. I forget now that was trending up. Doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm in a situation where do I roll out AJ Dillon or do I roll out Jarek McKinnon? And I think I'm going to roll out Jarek McKinnon. I think I'm going to play Jarek McKinnon. And I think both of these guys will probably finish with eight or nine points. But I think there's a higher ceiling with Jarek and maybe a, a potential shootout game between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Maybe he can get on the field and catch a few passes. Uh, so just kind of shooting for upside there. Let's break. I'm sorry we didn't get to them all. We will get to them all, though. We'll break one more time here. I want to keep the balance of the show just so I don't have like 30 seconds to rattle off a ton of hockey picks. So we'll break one more time. We will get to the rest of these questions, guys. By all means, leave them there. And we will address them. I see a few more uh, filtering through right now. So uh, hang tight. We'll be back here in a couple. Welcome back. Hey, let's take a look at the most traded players. According to CBS Sports Leagues, over the last 24 hours, some big names here up at the top. Jonathan Taylor, most traded. Uh, if you bought low on Taylor, you got to be feeling pretty good about what you saw last week. A heavy dosage of Jonathan Taylor, a matchup this week against the Eagles. And you can run on the Philadelphia Eagles. So wheels up for Mr. Jonathan Taylor. And we like the fact that Matt Ryan is back under center. So I, I believe that he is the best quarterback for this offense. Uh, I would be looking to get Jonathan Taylor, but I understand why he's up at the top here, you know, selling high, right? You're selling high off the big week. Maybe you don't trust Taylor and this offense. Uh, but I do believe it will be Matt Ryan. Jeff Saturday made it clear um, that, you know, he wants to win football games here down the stretch and good for him. Um, I don't know how many they're going to win, but Jonathan Taylor, as long as he's healthy under center, he should get uh, 20, 25 plus touches week in and week out. Uh, I think this is an example, you know, with Tua on by, 
this is an example of what I talked about off the top of the show. Um, you know, uh, just setting yourself up. Maybe the Tua owner, Tua has been really good. I'd be looking to get Tua, you know, if I had a shaky quarterback and I was, you know, locked into a playoff spot, I, I would like to get Tua on my squad. And maybe this is a, a an owner that had Tua, needed a quarterback to play this week and, you know, can't afford to take the loss. So they're, they're shipping off Tua. I think it was a good, a good opportunity to sell high on Najee too. You know, Warren was sprinkled in, looked pretty good. Najee, probably one of his better games of this season, looked pretty good on some runs there. But I would just get out. Um, you know, if you could get out, get out. Uh, Justin Fields, we talked about selling high in him. I mean, that would be it's it's, it's tough to to do, right? It's very very tough. And he's got another uh, cake matchup this week against the Falcons, and he's just running so nicely. My goodness, he's sixth. Uh, I think he's sixth in the NFL in rushing yards, and uh, his rushing yard prop was four ninety nine. We we got that one pretty easily. I think he's going to end up with a thousand on the ground, but he does have the bye week 14, got the matchup uh, in the playoffs against the Eagles and the Bills. So understanding maybe flipping him and getting some pieces, just make sure you get some pieces. I traded Josh Allen earlier in the year. I got Damian Pierce and Cooper cup um, and Dak Prescott. So I was able to get a nice haul. Now, unfortunately lost Cooper cup, uh, but you know, nice haul there. And you probably can get a nice haul for fields. I'm worried about Debo. Um, you know, I, it, it is a buy low opportunity. Love the schedule. We talked about it with Jimmy, but I am a little worried about Debo Samuel. There's a lot going on there now. Uh, and I think Ayuk is the number one target. I don't think he fits the you know skill set of Jimmy G, but he is the number one target in this offense. I do believe uh, Swift. I, I, again, I think it's a buy low opportunity. Don't spend too much on him, but if you're thin at running back, you know, you're looking for somebody, with upside to be a top 10 running back. Remember, this guy was drafted at the end of the first. And before he suffered the injury, he was great. Even with Jamal getting sprinkled in there. It's very risky. It's a risky buy. Uh, but one that I like taking risks. And, you know, if you can get him as your flex in a PPR league, I think it's worth it. Uh, Cooper, Amon Ra, I would be into getting Amon Ra. I'm not trading that guy. That guy's going to get like double-digit targets week in and week out the rest of the way. Amari Cooper, I have no problem actually um, maybe buying low on Amari Cooper, uh, especially if this is a, a brutal weather game. Maybe the owner doesn't want to start him this week. He's coming off that dud game. Everybody's talking about Donald Peoples-Jones uh, as a guy treading up who has more yards than Cooper uh, and is right there in terms of targets and catches over the last four weeks. But again, Watson is coming back very soon. So you're going to get a, a borderline wide receiver one. He has been that this season. Deontay Foreman, give me him if anybody's trading him. I want him. Uh, and then Chris Chris Godwin there who had his first touchdown on a bye. Again, this is another example, I think, of a desperate team trading Chris Godwin. I have some Chris Godwin and people are trying to get him uh, from me. And I'm saying, no, thanks. I'm not going to trade him. I'm going to uh, hang on if I can. Um one more break, and I, I lied, but one more break. You guys have been super patient to see a ton of questions there. We're going to break and get to those questions, I promise. We're in the next block. Hang tight, guys. Two more minutes. A quick little commercial break here, and we'll be back on Game Plus Network to answer your Week 11 fantasy football starter sick questions or trade questions. Get them in now. We'll be back in a couple. T. Oscar Hernandez for Eric Swanson and Adam Mako. Um, so some bullpen arms is kind of what I expected. Seattle had a, had a ton of them and, and great bullpen arms that they do have. Start that timer, make sure we're uh, we're on the right page here. Uh, interesting move. Interesting move. You know, bolster the bullpen up a little bit. Uh, T. Oscar, I think he's got one year left on his deal, so probably a rental for the Mariners. You know, obviously he's got some home run pop. Those in Toronto are well aware what T Oscar can bring to the table. It's a little bit undisciplined, I think at the plate, but um, nice get, I think for Seattle, right? Um, you know, they made the playoffs last year, the offense, they need a little bit more um, offensively, a little bit more power. 
uh, to go with uh, the young kid in Julio Rodriguez who did win Rookie of the Year. Uh, so interesting move for the Bluebirds. Get a little bit uh, better bullpen-wise, but eh, kind of feels like a loss, doesn't it? It always feels like a loss when you trade a bat like the Oscar for a bullpen arm, but that's how you win in the plots. That's how you win. Uh, let's get to other questions here. Let's let's We'll roll through this stuff here. Deesh. Would you drop Jason Robinson for Donovan Peoples Jones? Uh, you got Nico and Nico and Berkshire there too. RBs. I'd rather Donovan Peoples Jones over those guys. I'd rank them uh, DPJ than Nico than Burks. And RBs are Walker, Swift, Pollard, Jamal, uh, Pacheco. So you're kind of set there the rest of the way. You know, Walker's on by this week. You're you're probably going to go Jamal, Pollard, and Pacheco, and then you got Swift there. And your wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Godwin, Mooney, Palmer. Yeah, I, I, I probably would do that. I don't, as you know, I don't like to drop drop running backs. I really don't, especially this time of the year. I don't like to drop those next man up. You know, a bye week, I think he's going to be sprinkled into the offense a little bit more. But I, I don't believe that you're going to start him over any of those guys. Like, you're always going to start Walker and Pollard or one of the Detroit guys in Pacheco now. So, yeah, set yourself up. Get Donovan Peoples-Jones. He could be Watson's guy. He could be Watson's guy, and you could be starting him over Palmer and Mooney. You could, so I would make that move. What else do we have? Keep them coming. Oh, you just, you just so you got Pacheco, and then you just trade him, trade Pacheco and Paris Campbell for Christian Kirk and Tyler Algier last week. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Pacheco more than Algier, but I like I like Kirk more than Campbell. Eh, it's just, it's a sideways move there, Joey. Uh, not the end of the world. You probably feel a little bum that you traded Pacheco and Campbell coming off big games. Uh, but Algier is, I think he's going to continue to get sprinkled in. Uh, you know, we saw that last week. He's running hard. He's running nice. Uh, he's a flex guy, but Pacheco's got a little bit of a higher ceiling. Um, you know, you're okay there. Christian Kirk's a good player. What else do we have? Do you like Tony or Don Peoples Jones this week? Um, I probably like Tony because of the weather. It does sound like it's going to be pretty bad in Buffalo. Um, you know, if it wasn't bad in Buffalo, I, it would be Don Beals Jones for me, because as we talked a lot about on this show, we like him. He's trending up and uh, Cleveland might have to probably push the pace against Buffalo this week. But, you know, it doesn't sound like Juju's going to play. Tony's got 80 yards and like 80 touches, had a touchdown. Offense is great. Nice game against the Chargers. Could be high powered. Michael Harmon may not play either. So I'll lean Tony right now. Um, but you know, this is something maybe check back on Friday or, or Sunday or something like that. Cause the weather is going to be big, but right now, big Trev. I'm leaning uh, Big Tony. What else do we have? Uh, Lincoln in the house. Lincoln was here. He's currently here. Trade DK Camara for Chase in the 20, uh, 23 seconds. So Dynasty, 12-man Dynasty. I'm in win now. Uh, I am in win now team. Not sure if it's a move I should make because of their RBs are uh, Joe, Zeke, and Chuba. And yeah, you're weak at RB. So you were trading DK and Camara for Chase. Um, man, that's... that's um, but you're, but you're win now. So I don't know how this helps you. Um, are you trading chase? You, you know, you're win now and you're, you need RBs and you're trading. Oh, so you're trading Camara. I don't know. Um, you know, these dynasty questions are tough. Uh, you know, a second in a 12 man dynasty league. If this is, you know, um, I don't know, a, a 17th, 18th overall pick, it's not phenomenal. It's not fantastic, but you are getting the best player in the deal. Um, you're getting chase there. So I don't know if there's a follow-up here to any of those questions that I asked, but I would, I would probably take the chase side in a dynasty league. I think he can do slightly better, but if you're in win now mode, you got to keep DK and Camara. What's next. 
else we got? Just traded for T. Higgins. I haven't been able to get uh, anybody to take Tyler Boyd. Interesting. Is it crazy to drop him? I think so. I think it's crazy to drop him. Um, you know, Chase is going to come back soon, but oh, here we go. Thank you. Context. Love it. Michael, stud. Uh, Lazard, Watson, Tony, Keenan, Pittman, Wilson. Yeah, you got a lot going on there, so I don't think you need Boyd. I don't think it's crazy considering the wide receivers that you have. Um, maybe you can get something for someone else. Could you trade Lazard? Could you trade? Could maybe Tony could maybe fetch something. I don't know if you can count on Keenan. Tell you that. Um, or either Pittman. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's the end of the world. I've tried to make some sort of deal. You're trying to, you're trying, yeah, get it. You got Higgins there. You got Higgins. So you're trying to trade somebody. You don't want to roll out both Bengals guys. Yeah. I mean, if nobody's biting, try to look for, for teams in need teams. I would look at teams that are, you know, four win squads that need a wide receiver to start this week. I'd start there, but if no one's biting, then you, you know, you move on. What else do we have? Uh, can't believe this. I'm saying, but trade Zeke for Wilson. Yes, absolutely. Just do it. I know. Just do it. I got nothing else to say to that. Next one. He's looked good. Uh, RB room this week, CMC. Uh, we got Alvin, um, Mondre, Singleton. How do you rank these guys? Um, so Ramondre, CMC, Camara, CMC, Camara, Ramondre. That's how I rank them. Just how you wrote them. That's how I rank them. Next. What else do we have? Traded Pittman and CD for Diggs. Uh, Low-key, regret it. I also have Jonathan Taylor, so I don't want two Colts. Um, traded Pittman. We've got an on the phone uh can't afford a loss this week but is Diggs even startable uh <laughs> yeah yeah i would start him there's like five or six wide receivers i would play over him even in bad weather i think that's it guys we got a break should i trade away uh barkley for goodwin and walker godwin and walker uh i'd say i'd say no but if you need somebody you know more balance you get if your running backs are thin you know you probably don't want to do that but if your wide receivers are thin you have another good running back uh check i would you know you have two running backs walker could be your one you got another guy that you like there godwin steps into your starting lineup you know more balance more balance for sure justin uh jt rest of the season projected top 10 running back it's a top 10 running back um last question do i sell high on fields and jacobs i would consider selling high on both of those guys yeah jacobs could get shut down i wouldn't be shocked if he got shut down maybe they see a little bit of zimmer white uh moving forward and fields as i mentioned by week 14 and then a couple things in there i really wanted to have a couple more minutes for hockey so we are going to break any questions that i didn't get to i promise i'll circle back here leave them after the show is done you can leave them in the comment section i'll circle back and i'll get to some of those questions guys get some hockey talk here to round out mean streets don't go anywhere a great night in the NHL. Let's try to back it up. There's only three games on the ice. Uh, I think we got about almost 20 units yesterday in the NHL. Thanks to some of these same game parlays. We are up just 12 units on just straight up props. So it's not all same game parlays. No, not everybody can play same game parlays either. So check your books. If you're um, you know, a member of Bet365 or that's the book for you, uh, then you can get involved with some of these same game parlays. I just wanted to show an example of what we had yesterday. Tyler, if you have that one, the Vancouver Canucks point parlay at 14 to one can we show uh the people what we did here yesterday so all everything here is just a point right we we basically took the top six in vancouver with besser miller horvat we have besser and Pedersen on a line together and miller and horvat on a line together and then we had buffalo's top line with darlene there so it's a long shot we don't put a full unit on it 0.25 units we did put a full unit on the dallas top line in rupe hints and robertson and pavelski to have a point uh we did the same thing with the devils in uh, jesper bratt and jack hughes we did the same thing with the sharks and thomas hurdle and timo meyer and i want to do the same thing tonight do you have the same game parlay 
um, ahead of the props. Yeah, so here we go. Like, let's take that that send or the the top line in Buffalo at at plus two seventy five. All these guys to hit the score sheet. They were back on a line yesterday. And they combined for like six or seven points. Uh, Skinner had a couple goals. Tuck had a goal and three points. Thompson had two assists. And then you can get a little bit creative with the one on the right. Now I will say the one on the right. It's a little tricky. You could take Brady Kachuk out. It's Brady Kachuk to get an assist because Bet365 has him at 1.5 points. It's too much. 1.5 points is just too much uh, for me to get involved. He could do it. You could maybe just go Stutzel and Giroux. That alone is plus 100. And then you see what the Sens line or the, the Sabres line is on the left. You could take Brady out there and that would still probably pay like six to one, seven to one, or you can put him in there for an assist. You can have some fun and add shot props as well. Um, my favorite shot prop tonight on the way out here is Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson at three and a half shots, uh, having a really good season, 11 goals, 22 points in the year. He's sixth in the NHL in shots with 69. He's averaging seven attempts per game over the last seven games. Uh, he has the second highest expected goal rate since October 26th in the NHL, and he's first in goals and shots uh, attempts, excuse me, over that span with 96 attempts. 96 attempts since October 26th, uh, four-plus shots in four straight games in eight of his last 11. He's got some games in there with eight shots, um, in four games, in fact, where he's had at least eight shots. And then quickly, this one on the way out, quick time, just flash the board for the people. You can pause the screen. There it is, Tuck, Biala, Thompson assist, Giroux assist, Kairou and Kempe in a shot prop parlay. I love Kairou and Kempe. They're just juiced a little bit. Some great value with Barry, Stutzla, Giroux, Thompson, Robert Thomas for assists. Good luck tonight on the ice. You can see all my picks by visiting ftmbets.com slash free. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.